tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello and welcome to the marketplace. Coming up, government targets end of February to conclude debt restructuring negotiations with commercial creditors. We shall be interrogating this further. Also, approximately 6 out of 10 Ghanaians do not save uh, for retirement. We have more in the report plus a discussion on this for you. Also in this bulletin, Ghana National Petroleum Tanker Drivers Union threatens to strike as it gives the National Petroleum Authority a month ultimatum to address its conditions of service after a year of agitation. It's working seriously on it, yes, but we are timing them. Or we are giving them some few, few, few months. I can tell you maybe ending of this month, if clearly we do not hear anything from MPE concerning our salary structure, which a committee has... Thanks so much for your company. I am Pius Kojobaka. We can now settle and look at our stories now. And government is hoping to conclude negotiations on debt restructuring with commercial creditors and eurobond holders by the end of this month. Well, this is what Joy Business has picked up from persons with knowledge of the ongoing negotiations. My colleague Joy Biafe has more. Government last month ended what can be described as the technical engagement with the Eurobond holders and commercial creditors in London. However, officials were tight-lipped about the outcome of that engagement. 
Finance Minister Ken Ofriata had initially told Joy Business that government is looking at reaching a deal with the bilateral and commercial creditors at the end of March 2024 in terms of restructuring their debts. Government is also looking at about 40% cut on the principal and interest rate on these euro bonds. However, it appears most of these bondholders are not in favor of what the finance minister had earlier proposed. But if government is not looking at ending these negotiations by the end of this month, then one can say the finance minister might be making some significant progress when it comes to the restructuring of these commercial debts as well as the bilateral creditors. It is believed that government needs to finalize these negotiations on time as it could be a condition in passing the second review under the IMF program. Closing the deal on time, according to sources, may also help in the resumption of some projects that have stalled over the past year due to concerns expressed by some of the bilateral creditors. All right, so let's analyze this further. And joining us via Zoom is economist Professor Lord Mensah for some perspectives on this matter. Thanks so much, Prof, and good to know you're on with us here on the marketplace. First off, we are learning that government is hoping to conclude negotiations on debt restructuring with commercial creditors and, of course, real bond holders by the end of this month. Um, how does that come to you? Yeah, so with the commercial creditors, um, I would advise that government shouldn't be too optimistic when it comes to setting up timelines. In the sense that, you know, their debt structure is quite complex. Quite complex in a sense, you know, these are, you know, creditors that have lent to the country, but then they're also managing, you know, diverse people's funds, including pensions and other things. So, Effectively, if you want to negotiate with them, you should remember the diversity of the interest parties involved. And they are the ones that are going to detect what their negotiators are supposed to hold up with you. So effectively, the complexity in the structure of the I mean public debt, uh, sorry, the commercial debt, I mean may delay some of these um, negotiations. But then also let's look at you know the interest. Because because of their diversity, some of them may want debt restructuring, others may not. And that can also prolong, I mean, the negotiations. So we shouldn't give ourselves you know, timelines that will be so much optimistic with that. Because the finance minister, his posture has always been, you know, being optimistic and giving timelines that he hoped for. But then, remember, this is a negotiation and you are going to engage other parties. You don't know what they're coming to the table with. You know, I, so I, I just cautiously. All right, you go ahead. So, I mean, we shouldn't be too optimistic with the timings. All right. So, to what extent do you think that the IMF's commitment to assist Ghana in reaching a deal with these uh, commercial creditors uh, will expedite processes for the debt restructuring? Yeah, it will give us that credibility because, I mean, if you look at the history, I mean, our financial, public financial performance seem to be in line or seem to be good when we have a program with the IMF. And so if creditors will go by the history, I can say that, yes, indeed, I mean, the program we have will give us a leverage. But then we should also understand that the ability to pay, I mean, will play a major role. And so um, looking at our economic situation and the global economic structure, our ability to pay will be tied to how the, globe, the global economy performs. 
And so if you're exporting a commodity, what are you going to rake in? What is the anticipation of the commodity market, you know, revenue that you are likely to generate to pay your debt? And then also we look at the ability of the, the, the alternative investment of the, uh, what we call it, these investors. I mean, um, the last time I read from Reuters, I know the feds are about to cut down interest rate. And so if they should go in that direction, then obviously it will also have impact on our negotiations because, you know, holding up our debt, which has, comes with higher interest rate for some time and are going, have, going to have an investment in America is where the rates are low. Obviously, you would like to hold up, you know, our bond. So that will also have impact on the negotiation. So it comes with a lot of indicators that um, the, 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 the finance minister may have to deal with. And so the timelines, I mean, we shouldn't be so hopeful that in one month's time or by the end of the month, we're going to get, you know, uh, deal with these external commercial creditors. Very well. But in all of these, there are some who have criticized government's communication skills on the debt restructuring with the um, commercial creditors. Um, do you share the same concerns on the number of times they've missed out on dates of conclusions with these um, creditors? It appears with, with um, Lord Professor Mensah, we shall connect back to him and speak to him on the subject matter, which of course has to do with Ghana, um, hoping to conclude negotiations with commercial creditors by the end of this month. And we do know that um, by end of month, um, all fingers crossed, we should see um, the conclusion on the uh, discussions with our commercial committees. And I understand Professor Mensah is back on to speak to us on that. So I was asking earlier about the communication skills government, you know, um, tends to churn out when it, ha- when it appears to have uh, discussions with um, negotiators or uh, commercial creditors on uh, the conclusions of the deadlines for um, discussions. Rather unfortunate, we've lost him, I'm told. So we will continue, and of course, when we get him back, we shall bring him to speak to us on the subject matter. Now, approximately six out of ten Ghanaians are not saving for retirement. That's according to 2023 Old Mutual Financial Services Monitor. Now, this is significantly higher amongst in, uh, informal sector workers, younger and lower income earners. Here's more in this report. The report also said only 18% are very confident that they have enough savings for retirement. Only 37% of respondents have started saving for retirement. Again, 7 out of 10 Ghanaians are hoping that their children may support them when they are old. There are no significant differences across age and income levels. Significantly, lower expectations amongst Ghanaians that the government will look after them when they are unable to support themselves. Meanwhile, consumers use a multitude of ways to save from formal to informal depending on needs. The top savings channels mentioned are the bank, mobile money, susu, or unbanked cash. We've got to analyze this wiring trend, and joining us to do this is a financial analyst who's also the chief executive officer of Basic Capital, Bernard Osei. To Bernard, thanks so much for joining me on the marketplace. Six out of ten Ghanaians are not saving for retirement. How worrying or alarming is this um, to our financial system? Good afternoon, and thanks so much for having me, Pios. Uh, 
Yes, uh, it's, it's quite worrying. And uh, from 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 my initial what do you call it comment, I would say, uh, but it could have even been worse because we should also take into cognizance of the fact that uh, people save from their disposable income, and for the last year and the last two years post COVID, a lot of Ghanaians, especially those within the uh, middle income bracket, have had their disposable income strongly diminished to a, a very low, lower margin and hence the ability to save has become a problem because you only save out of your disposable income and when you don't have a lot of disposable income you you want to concentrate on the first things first you, you look out of your your shelter what you eat food and clothing so once these things are catered for and you you are even struggling to look out for these three most important uh uh, need of every, every every human being for that matter the, the last thing you want to think about is uh, is about the future you want to take what you call control of the present and make sure that once you cover the present the future will definitely take care of itself so i'm not surprised about the report to very honest with you and like i said it could have been be worse it's 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 where we are because for example, when you take uh, social security and national insurance trust mm. there is uh, what do you call it uh, a backing law that kind of criminalized uh, employers uh, who refuses to pay and are sent to court and you could even be put into prison. Uh, a lot of businesses are struggling uh, to hold up uh, in terms of paying their salaries and to meet their operational needs. So the recent report, even from the SNET, they indicate that uh, the number of cases that or the number of employers that they had to take them to court on the Saturday court cases had drastically increased by over 40%. So it tells you that employers and most organizations are struggling to, to keep the operational needs yet alone to pay for social security. So the dynamics are, are a lot. So one, on the individual side, is, is, is disposable income, which has drastically diminished. And also on the organizational side, or that's the corporate side too, is also the fact that uh, companies are struggling to meet their day-to-day obligations yet alone to talk about pensions. Yeah. All right. So if these issues you've enumerated are major reasons why we are seeing what we are recording now, um, we've got to address it. And how do we do that? Disposable income or talk to an employer to increase our salaries? Obviously. Uh, again, the, uh, what the depreciation of the city can also have affected us drastically. So uh, our purchasing power has reduced. The uh, cost of living has gone extremely higher. To, to, to have a bit of disposable income, you need to have a situation where your cost of living is lower. And when your cost of living is lower, then you have a bit of a disposable income to think about the future. So the best way in all of this is, 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 is a two-shepherd uh, scenarios. Uh, government should do whatever it takes to bring the cost of living down, i.e. electricity, water, the basic need. Rent is a big deal in this country. And I will tell you, Pios, about 60 to 70 percent of Ghanaians end up using all their money to pay rent. The big conversation that we haven't been able to resolve as a, as a country is the fact that we continue to pay advance for, for rent, which, which is a killer. Some a, a young guy comes from university, he get employed, he starts earning about 2,000 Ghana cities, he wants to live on his own and, and start a family or begin a life. And he's, he's been asked to do as high as, let's say, 1,000 Ghana cities a month for 24 months up front. 
before you can get an accommodation. These are these are things that affect the ordinary Ghanaian. These are things of economic nature that, as a country, you should take a second look at it and put in the right measures to in place to make sure that we we, we kind of serve the situation, especially when the laws of the country forbid that. But because of demand and supply, landlords and uh, what you call landladies have taken that opportunity to, to take advantage of the demand and supply and continue to do that. I believe that's the where government comes in. I believe that's the role of government to step into it and, and make sure that they, they kind of salvage Ghanaians. And I heard, the, I think the vice president started a policy like that to spearhead that situation whereby uh, people who are in the need to to pay rents will, will, will not suffer. I think those are some of the policies that we should we should push as a, as, as a country and both on your side as a journalist and, and, and on all those of us who have um, what you call the opportunity to speak on matters like this. And that brings to sharp focus the purpose of the National Rent Control Program, which um, is in place as a policy measure to you know, address some of these concerns when it comes to rent and what have you. Is that to suggest that um, it hasn't been effective um, as it would have? At all, it hasn't been effective. And, you know, perhaps one of the things we are so good at in doing as, as a country is always coming up with the laws. I always say we have a lot of laws that we put in our statutes books, and it, the laws will leave, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, back, but it cannot bite. And, and once you have laws that can only back, and, and parliament takes time and passes all those laws, but in reality, on the ground, that is not what... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. We go to work and we have employees come to us every day with rent issues, asking for salary advance to be able to pay for rent. And the annoying aspect is that most of these uh, landlords are not asking for even a year. Many of them for months are asking for two years. In some scenarios of BBW by the person have already stayed even in the place for five years and six years. And it is assumed that the person has shown a bit of good faith, is a good tenant and all that. But they still go ahead to ask for 
uh, two years uh, when, the, when the rent is due and all that. And these are critical issues we need to take care of. So if I'm earning about 2,000 Ghana cities and I've been asked to cough up that huge amount up front, the only option for me is to go for credit. Mm. And we know cost of credit is also on the high. So when I go, I go for credit to show up on that uh, need, that person need, because shelter is critical mm. for every human being. You need a place to lay your head to have that kind of peace of mind. And once you don't have a place to lay your head, basically you don't have a life. So the only option is to go for a loan, which is also a killer. At the end of the day, I'll be paying interest on the loan and also a principal as well. And I will be left with nothing to say. So this is not rocket science. We all know the issues which are confronting us. And as an economy and as a country, we need to do better to save, especially the middle class, the young ones coming up. We need to do a lot to save them. Mm. And, and Bernard, in as much as government has a greater role to play in all of these, as individual, um, what more can you also do, irrespective of the fact that you earn little? There's little you could do, trust me. Then mm. we, we, we live in difficult times. Let, let, let's not uh, try to be extremely modest or whatever. Yes, trust me, people are people have actually cut down the expenses of living. I think the only thing that comes to mind is like, uh, cut your code according to your size. But trust me, we live in situations, times difficult, and thereby, even, you can't even cut the code to your size. The code cannot even get to your waist, let alone to fit you. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's quite tougher in terms of the living condition. And, and I think that on, on the side of it, 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 it appears we've lost Bernard Osei to as well on this great topic we are discussing, of course. Um, well, he's made his point. Uh, government has a major role to play in all of these. We shall connect back to him as and when we have him. But we've got to touch on this story. The Ghana National Petroleum Tanker Drivers Union has given a month ultimatum to the National Petroleum Authority to address its condition of service. The union says the NPA has delayed with the implementation of a review of its salary structure after a year of embarking on a strike. National Chairman George Jonghunu says the union may be forced to embark on another strike if the NPA delays by reviewing the salary structure. He's been speaking to my colleague James Ishen. It's a worry. And the public, the, 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 the Ghanaian public are not aware of this. So it is time for all of us to come clear. Once a, a clean cooking uh, uh, is come to stay. Yes, we are Ghanaians. If we don't do it, whom are we expecting to do it for us? We have to do it, okay, so that our next generation will also know that this is what we have let down for them. Right. Now, let, let me come also straight to your association. Somewhere last year you raised a number of um, issues with some challenges you guys were facing. Have these issues been addressed? Uh, I, I, I decided not to talk about that, but I can tell you clearly that none of our issues have been addressed. As I speak now, yes, it's the same. As we talk, the, we talk about the road network. Yes, absolutely. It's still the same. We talk about our uh, 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 condition of service. Yes, it's in the pipeline. MP is working on it. Yes, but we are timing them. Well, we are giving them some few, few, few months. I can tell you maybe ending of this month, if clearly we do not hear anything from MPA concerning our salary structure, which a committee has been formed, okay, agreed, signed. We are only waiting for MPA for implementation. All right? And we don't know how many days or how many months do they want them to take before they implement our uh, 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 remuneration for us. So we are waiting patiently. 
So I would like to use this opportunity to inform the authorities that tanker drivers are ready to serve the nation. But if our uh, uh, salaries or what we are demanding has not come to our pocket, then they should call either the authorities to be blamed. Uh, do you give them any timeline? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I cannot stand here and give them timeline. I'm not the only executive. I'm the national chairman, but I have a lot of people around me. So we need to go back to the table and think about it. So our letter will be going to MPA very soon, as I speak to you. In case they do not respond swiftly, would you guys embark on any demonstration or strike or something? Uh, you know, uh, clearly speaking, uh, we will not demonstrate. Yes, for demonstration, when we demonstrate, what are we going to get about it? But if you are working and you are not paying us, the only thing we put our tools down. That's the only thing we can do. Away from that, today on Let's Talk Tech, we shall be talking about the newly launched beta version of the Bank of Ghana database portal by the Central Bank. Now, the portal aims at providing a single environment for extracting and visualizing macroeconomic data. But the portal also helps um, to meet uh, data request demands from the general public and support research work. Let's have a discussion. And, of course, um, our tech analyst, Henry Kobler, lead for iSolve Africa, joins us um, via Zoom for that. Thanks so much, Henry, for your time here on the marketplace. Um, have you accessed the portal yet? And what do you make of it? Thank you very much. Um, so, yes, I have assessed the, the, um, the portal. I think that um, it's, it's a way to go. I mean, I've been personally impressed by how Bank of Ghana basically has jumped onto technology and is making use of technology. Um, you generally don't have that coming from regulators um, within the space. And so seeing that Bank of Ghana basically is putting a lot of um, effort into making sure that it's um, making accessibility uh, to to technology and it's making um, the general public have more access to kind of data and also to be able to have a lot of engagement with them, I think is more impressive. I've personally been on the portal. I have seen that um, there are quite a number of, um, um, what do you call it, sectors that have, that have been enabled on there, the external sector, the physical sector, the monitoring sector. I mean, the real... Um, survey-based indicators are all, are all in place on the platform, and it gives um, quite um, some level of data uh, for general public. I think that it, it makes a good way where assessing macro data on 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 the economy uh, gives gives a lot of um, impression to um, almost all the sectors that would need such data um, in terms of research and also to be able to have available data on the go. Mm, great. So, uh, what in your view will this upgrade do for persons seeking to source large volumes of data from the Bank of Ghana, you would say? I think um, it, it comes down on the level of um, request that that is sent to Bank of Ghana generally. Um, and so, you having the data on your hand basically gives you a large access to the data that you could use for levels of surveys and research and also to be able to make some level of decisions when it comes down to um, um, Sectors within within the financial within the financial controls. I I basically think that it gives a more prominent um, because it's more interactive. That's the most impressive thing I think it, it is, and so it, it gives you a level of pointers. I'm yet to see if there are API controls to be able to pull such data and to be used in more intelligent uh, softwares to make some level of market decisions that would help some businesses grow and also to give some level of um, analytics to the anal- analysts that are being in there. But generally, I think that it's a way to go. This is basically the beta version, and so I'm sort of expecting that there are quite a lot of, um, number of um, 
indicators that are going to be pushed on there for most of the market market uh, users to be able to have such data available. Mm. Henry, how safe are these sites and what can be done to reduce potential risks? I, I think the Bank of Ghana relatively, um, I, I've not seen that it's hosting it on its own I mean, service. But generally, I think that they would, um, they're having a lot of partnerships. I have seen the sandbox that was released by Bank of Ghana um, with, with some level of connection to tech companies. And so I'm, I'm basically understanding, coming to that understanding that there's a lot of collaboration with third-party users, uh, third-party companies to build such uh, platforms to be able to give such data and also to be able to receive more data from, from public. Generally, I'm sure the Bank of Ghana would have done a lot of due diligence in terms of jumping onto some of these platforms and being able to keep these data. I mean, data um, in this day and age is golden. So if we we're having access to the data, generally, which you would have had to request and had to um, make available to to the public, um, generally on the go, I think that it's, it's a way to go for me. Um, in terms of the access of how safe it is, I think that I'm sure that it should be in, in the right frame of, of pointers um, and due diligence from Bank of Ghana when they are jumping onto tech platforms. Thank you very much, Henry Kobla. Lead ISO of Africa speaking to us on Let's Talk Tech on today's edition of the program. Now, before we go, as part of measures to improve the adoption of cleaner energy for household cooking, lecturer of applied economics at the University of Environment and Sustainable Development, Sumenya Kwabna Ejain Mante, is calling for more education for Ghanaians on the use of cleaner energy. He said the transition to cleaner cooking energy is key to economic growth. He spoke to Joy Business at a research and policy engagement forum. The research being conducted by researchers from the University of Environment and Sustainable Development and the Future Africa Institute at the University of Pretoria, South Africa, focuses on the energy poverty situation in Ghana and how to improve adoption of cleaner energy for household cooking. Because we find that if people are environmentally aware, they make the right decisions. If people are socialized into accepting clean energy, they take those decisions when they are adults. We are asking that these issues should go into the curriculum. Okay, how we teach the children of today, we should teach them these issues about climate change, about sustainability. And to be fair, the NACA is in this um, forum. They say some of these issues are there, but they admit that more needs to be done. They admit that teachers need better support to be able to teach these issues of sustainability, of global citizenship, and so on. So our point to NACA is we want this to feature heavily in the school curriculum because that's where we train the young ones so that they grow up and they know these things already but even for those who are already out of school uh, for whom NACA's work does not necessarily reach we have the information services department we have the NCC who can also talk to us or um, educate the public um, on our environmental duty Ghana National Petroleum Tanker Drivers Union's National organizer Georgia Onu said such project is key to supporting their operations. I want to urge the authorities, especially the researchers, that they must move out, go to the refineries, because we, the tanker drivers, we pick finished product from the refinery and make sure the product that comes out from the refinery to the market for the public to use should be clean before the domestics also cook, use the clean cooking, you get a point. So, And that's how we conclude Marketplace for today. I am Pius Kujubaka. For more stories, 
Do log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. You enjoy your afternoon. See you same time tomorrow. Bye. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.